Welcome to another episode of Life After Life with me, Sandy Byrne. So before I get started, I just wanted to again remind you that I do have a Patreon channel where you can support the podcast and watch every episode in video format, as well as join in our monthly live sessions and contribute to our members only Discord channel. And I'd love for you to do that and to suggest some topics for future episodes for me, uh, because what I think is interesting might not not necessarily be interesting to you. So I'd love to cover what you want to hear. Okay, so um, without further ado, let's just get on into this episode. And in this episode, I want to talk to you about children who sense spirit. Okay, now um, we've already talked in previous episodes. Well, I say previous episodes, specifically episode two. Okay, we're back at the beginning. We talked all about the different ways that we can connect with spirit. Okay, so you can go back and listen to that if you're not familiar with all the different clairs, as I call them. But just for the purposes of this episode, I'll probably be saying see a lot. Okay, although your own personal experience or that of your child may be very different. Okay. So um, I want to start by saying that if you believe that your children or your child are seeing spirit, then you must at least have some belief that there's an afterlife or that reincarnation is is possible, not impossible, but is possible. Otherwise, you know, what are they seeing? Okay, so embrace these beliefs. Okay. I don't believe in hauntings, okay? I believe in footprints and all that. And I think I did a masterclass episode on this in the past. So I will do a podcast episode on this topic as well in the future, okay? So be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss out on that one because I think that's really important, you know, as we're going through our spiritual journey to know the difference and what we're experiencing and should we believe, you know, what we're seeing, you know, both in life and on television, okay? So when talking about childhood experiences before, I have said before that I don't believe in imaginary friends, okay? And that's true, I don't. I do believe that that children see spirit around them more than we do as adults, okay? And you know, I know I keep talking about movies and particularly Ghost with Patrick Swayze, but when I talk about children, seeing spirits i always think back on the old robert downey jr movie um if any of you have seen it it's called hearts and souls and it's about about a little boy who's born at the same time as a bus accident takes place um just on the same road that they're in and the spirits that that pass are attached to his energy and as he grows up he helps them you know fulfill unfinished business if you like so if you're looking for a feel-good spiritual movie and you haven't seen that one that's a really good one to watch I love it okay anyway sorry I get off track a little bit but so yes okay I believe that when babies arrive here on earth that they still have their connection to spirit okay don't forget that your baby's soul is fully formed before they're born okay it's actually fully formed you know when they're in the mother's womb okay 
And the only reason that we as humans give birth to babies is because physically we're not able to give birth to an adult, okay? But just because the baby is little, it doesn't mean that its soul and its intelligence isn't fully developed, okay? I have communicated with so many babies who didn't get the opportunity to be born, some who were born sleeping or some who passed over at a very young age, okay? And even with that in mind, the detail that they're able to give is so amazing. And this lets us know that they are truly aware of both this world and the next world, okay? Because as children, they're definitely between both. Okay, and that's nothing to do with religion, guys. I'm just telling you my experience, okay? And I know that maybe some of you will have different beliefs or whatever. I'm only um, giving you the answers of, for this from my experience as a medium, okay? So we know that children have their connection to um, spirit, that they're, you know, they are intelligent. And, you know, we talk to, to babies like they're babies. You know, we do. So, you know, logically, and I don't know if there's been any scientific studies done on this, you know, if, you know, whatever you speak to your child and whatever you tell them as they're growing up, that's what they're going to be. You know, no child is born speaking Spanish or Japanese or English or whatever it might be, okay? And um, we teach them that because we talk to them in that language and therefore that becomes their first language. OK, and it's the same, you know, when we're talking um, to them about anything, you know, any life experience, we treat them like babies, as you should. OK, totally. Um, if you're listening to this and you can hear my dog in the background, I do apologize. <laughs> she, she's between snore and she's she's the proverbial dog that can't find the head of her bed today. But she has a bed here in my office. So um, I won't even bother editing that out because um, I know a lot of doggy lovers listening and they'll appreciate that, too. But anyway, um, so as I was saying, the child is born and still has their spirit connection. OK, but as they get older, their logic starts to kick in. OK, and they realize that they shouldn't. And I say that in inverted commas because it's not that they shouldn't, but they feel that maybe they shouldn't be seeing what they are seeing or they become aware that their friends aren't seeing the same things. OK, and then they start to push it away and they stop talking about it. And that's because no child wants to be different from their friends, okay? Nobody wants to stand out at a young age. So they stop talking about it, okay? They do. And I know that I'm lucky, okay? I'm luckier than a lot of people because I do come from generations of readers. And that means that it was talked about more and understood a little better when I was a child. But I still had my moments, okay? I really did, you know? And I've talked in the past about my grandmother's funeral, which was the first time that I realized that not everybody could see spirit in the way I saw spirit. OK, and I was only was I even I was seven when my grandmother died. Yeah. And um, so it was at that point that my logic was starting to kick in. And, you know, I was taking people's comments to heart and realizing oh, not everybody sees this. I shouldn't be seeing it. This is different. This makes me different. This makes me stand out. So I pushed it away. OK, but I was extremely close to one particular cousin growing up. Now, we're a big family. My mother was one of 10, so I have lots of cousins. OK, so we're the typical Irish family. But one in particular, because, you know, we grew up in the same town and her dad and my mother are siblings. OK, 
So I was sleeping over at her house one night and she said to me that she had something to tell me. Okay. And, you know, preteens, serious conversation is very serious to preteen girls. Okay. And she taught me then that she could hear people's voices around her all the time. And with that, I left a big sign and went, well, thank God for that, because I can see them. Okay. And, you know, we both laughed and we both immediately felt better. Okay. It deepened our connection, but it didn't become our sole focus. It didn't become our whole lives. And we rarely spoke about it again. Okay. Because kids move on to other things very quickly. Okay. So once we got that out in the open, that's grand. Okay. Let's move on. Okay, and we went back to playing one of our favourite games when we were little uh, was chips. <laughs> um, if anybody's of my generation, it was a programme on television about two police officers in the United States and um, they had motorbikes. And because we were so close, we used to get everything the same. So we both had the very same bicycles <laughs> and we used to play chips. Anyway, so my point being that once, you know, once we'd said it, once it was out in the open, okay, you know, we moved on and children are like that. They say something and then they move quickly on to something else. Life for children is very compartmentalized. I should have practiced saying that word, <laughs> compartmentalized. Okay, so anyone who's ever asked a kid about their day at school, okay, the answer generally, okay, is fine, what's for dinner? You know, because school is now finished. Everything that happened at school is now finished for the day and they want to move on to the next part of their day which is eating kids attention span is short and they rarely go into detail unless you push them for detail okay so my suggestion would be not to push your kids to talk too much about spirit okay now i don't mean tell them to shut up <laughs> let them talk as much as they want absolutely listen intently to what they tell you but don't push them for too much information because when you push a child, they begin to feel like they've done something wrong. Or in some cases, they may even add details to agree with you and then you're not getting the full picture, okay? So if you're saying, was this a man or did he have long hair or did he have a moustache? You know, don't quiz them. Just let them give you the information, you know, as they're given it, okay? So if you're someone who's finding themselves, you know, if you're a parent or a guardian, you're finding yourself in this situation, the first thing I'd say to you is get a notebook, okay? Now, I know, I know, I get it. I'm not one for journaling either, okay? But, you know, this will be a really important part of the process because you're going to be their memory for them, okay? So listen to everything they say and write it down. Okay, not in front of them. <laughs> You're not taking a statement. Okay, but write it down afterwards. Now, I just mean bullet points. I'm not expecting anybody to write an essay after every conversation they have with a child. Okay, but, um, you know, do write down as much as you can remember. Okay, bullet points. But even those of you who are beginning on your spiritual journey okay this is an important piece of the puzzle for you because this is going to help you get the bigger picture okay so let me explain what i mean by that okay start writing down the details write down the date okay when did their vision happen 
okay and if the date that they're telling you is different write that down too okay was it a dream or was it something they saw during their day or whatever okay if it was during their day try to figure out a rough time that they saw or experienced what they're telling you about it try to get some information or listen to what they're telling you see if they're saying where they saw this okay even if it was a dream they're telling you about are they giving you any detail about the location or the setting of what they dreamt okay if they had a vision or an experience during the day um you know were they at home were they at school when it happened were they in the library you know whatever whatever they tell you write it down and try to write down as many details as they give you about the person or the vision that they saw okay without quizzing them okay you're not putting it into their mouth you're literally just taking what they're giving you okay now even if they only say that they saw curly hair write it down that might be the only detail that they give you you know on that particular day i saw curly hair they might not say what color it was they might not say was it a man or a woman or whatever they might just say curly hair okay and the point of writing that down is that over time you will build up a full picture okay of who this is but try not to ask them questions just listen okay and as i said the point of it all is to build up a full picture of what they're experiencing and you're documenting it to help build up a picture over time okay so today they might be able to tell you about the curly hair tomorrow they might add that it was a man and another day they might tell you that it was a tall man okay doesn't matter over time you're building up the picture so start drawing out your matchstick person and adding the little detail as they're giving it to you okay now the other thing that's going to be really helpful with writing it down okay yeah okay yeah you're going to remember that's a huge benefit of writing it down okay but you're also building up other evidence okay like patterns you know is there a pattern to the day or the date that they're having these visions you know like does it only happen on the 10th of the month or does it only happen on Thursdays? Are they more likely to experience it at 11 o'clock in the morning or seven o'clock in the evening or whatever? And all of this information is important in figuring out who or what they might be, might be experiencing, okay? So for example, okay, maybe your grandmother always used to call to you on a Thursday morning at 11 a.m. for tea and a chat and your child always sees spirit on Thursdays at around 11 a.m., okay? Well, then there's a possibility that it could be maybe your grandmother still calls for tea on a Thursday morning, okay? Maybe you always used to go and see your uncle on the second Tuesday of every month and it turns out that your child has a dream about a man on the second Tuesday of every month, okay? So all of the little details over time build into a bigger picture, okay? So I hope that makes sense, okay? So the first... The first piece of advice, if you want to call it that, that I would give you is to write everything down, okay? Now, in order to make it possible for you to write everything down, you have to listen to them, okay? And I don't just mean, you know, let them talk and say, yeah, every now and again, okay? I mean, really, really listen. Stop what you're doing for a few minutes, okay? Because you're not only going to give them your time and your attention, 
okay and this in itself is going to let them know that what they're experiencing isn't wrong and it's not different but you're also giving them room to share how they felt okay because that's what it's all about okay how does it make them feel you know because the last thing anybody wants is for any child to be scared and it does happen a lot okay so no matter what they're relaying to you try not to gasp or look horrified okay remember that children take their lead from you and if you're dramatic about it then they will be too okay spirit are not going to harm your children okay now i totally get that some of you will prefer that your children don't see spirit at all but at some point they will okay and we'll discuss in a minute how to deal with that but what you're doing for now is you're building up a trust and a calm and a safe space for them to come to you with anything okay so today it's talking about spirit tomorrow it might be something different okay and i know that i'm preaching to the choir here okay this will be a moot point for the majority of you because most of you will already be making this space for your children on a daily basis but i want to acknowledge how important it is even when life is so busy okay and another thing that may seem obvious to you but i'm going to mention it anyway is to ask you to fill up your house with family pictures okay now don't feel that you have to put them up and explain all about the pictures to your children they will ask when they want to know okay when they get curious for now just put them up okay just hang them on the wall buy frames in the pound shop it doesn't matter it's a great way for children to tell you who they are seeing okay it gives them you know points reference points okay so i worked with one parent okay and she thought that her child never looked at the pictures on the wall but then one day her daughter told her that the man in the picture on the stairs was the one who was reading her stories okay so the picture gave her a reference point she was able to point to the picture and say you know that's who it is that's who comes into my room and reads me a story and you know this is something that my own mother did with me as a child okay so she never pushed me you know to know who it was or for me to give her all the information in one sitting but you know over time she hung up pictures you know the few that she had maybe of you know her grandparents or um you know her parents when they were younger and stuff like that and her aunts and uncles and whatnot because you know i'd be going through the house then and you know i may have had a dream or i may have seen somebody or whatever and she said randomly then i'd just point to a picture and go ah yeah that's the man i was talking to yesterday or that's the woman that plays with my dollies you know and all that kind of stuff so it gives them something some kind of reference point okay now i've already said that children won't get scared unless they think that there is something to be scared of and that will come directly from you and how you react to what they tell you okay now this isn't a blame game i'm not here to, to to say it's your fault okay and there will be some of you who tell me that your children get scared on their own everyone's experience is totally different i'm speaking from my experience both as someone who once was a child who saw spirit okay and then also as a mother okay i've raised two boys who both see spirit okay and had loads some of you have heard me talking about it before i'm sure 
But my two boys have had loads of um, experiences, what they've seen, what they've heard, things moving, lots of stuff over the years. Okay, so it's all this kind of stuff. And, you know, I have been accused in the past of raising my children on a strict diet of woo woo, hocus pocus, you know, malarkey. And, you know, I have to say that nothing could be further from the truth. Okay, Um, you know, if anybody knows me, yes, you know, um, if you're just, you know, someone who knows me from maybe social media or you had a reading with me or you listen to my podcast. okay, you'll know that I talk about spiritual stuff a lot, but that's only when I'm in work mode. I don't talk about it when I'm not working. Okay, so when my kids were little, they thought that I actually read books for people and that that was my job. Okay, because I call them readings, don't I? They didn't have a clue what readings were and I didn't feel the need to explain it to them. But when the boys were small, I always made time to read to them every single day. So when I told them I had to go to work to do readings, they put two and two together and thought that I read books for people for money. <laughs> okay, and I never um, made a big deal out of it. You know, I never tried to explain exactly what went on or what kind of readings were, blah, blah, blah. I just let them find their own way and figure it out themselves. Okay. So um, again, I want to stress that I will talk about hauntings in another episode. Okay. But know that the spirit your children are seeing are not harmful to them. Okay. They're not here to hurt them or harm them. They're family. They're your family members. They're spirit guides. They're members of their soul group. And they're their guardian angels as well. So what they're seeing are members of their support network from the spirit world, okay? But they will be guided what, by what you tell them. So if your child is someone who's experiencing a lot of stuff at nighttime or in the dark, okay, maybe take time to sleep with them in their room, okay? And when they wake up or they're seeing something or experiencing something, Encourage them to turn on the light and sit up in their bed and talk to the spirit, okay, in whatever way they want to. They might decide that they're going to tell the spirit that they want them to go away, that they don't want to see them anymore. Okay, they might want to know more about the spirit and they might give spirit more room to come into their energy. Okay, or some of them are very logical and they might just explain to spirit, you know, that they need to sleep and they want them to come back in the daytime. Okay. Whatever your child wants, okay? Not necessarily now, I'm not taking that away from you. You're the parent, you know your child, you know what's best for them, okay? With my kids, um, it was always, you know, what do you want to do? You know, does this person, and I call them a person rather than spirit because children don't seem to use the word spirit. You know, they call them a man, a woman, a person or whatever, okay? Um, so get them, you know, find out from them what do they want and encourage them to be open and honest with the person they're seeing or feeling or sensing or whatever. OK, however, they're experiencing this spirit energy, because it's always been my experience that spirit will listen. OK, especially when it comes to young children. Spirit just want to feel close to their family. They do. They miss you as well, you know, and, you know, they want you to know that they know that you've had a child and, you know, that you've got a family of your own and that, you know, life is moving on. They want to be part of what's going on. OK, maybe it's 
you know, maybe the ch- children that you're looking after, their grandchildren or their great grandchildren or whatever, they want to be part of it. Okay, nobody wants to feel left out. Okay, or that the world is moving on without them. Now, it's the spirit guides that can be a little bit more overpowering in the way they approach things sometimes. Okay, but the spirit guides tend not to really come into the children's energies you know, until the teenage years mostly, okay? And this is when they push your children to communicate with them and for them. And they, you know, they want them to be a messenger for spirit, okay? Now, personally for me, this was the hardest part, okay? Because, you know, my guide used to pull my duvet off the bed, knock stuff over off of my dresser, you know, whatever. He just used to be a nuisance, okay? But, you know, that's because, um, you know, we had a family tragedy when um, it was the summer that I turned 15. Okay, and so all of this was going on. I just lost somebody after an accident and, you know, my spirit guides were pushing me to do more readings for people and, you know, kind of get outside the family and the friends and, you know, um, move into kind of working maybe full time for spirit I wasn't ready for it and I didn't want it I didn't trust them anymore because I thought you know if they can't help me and my family why do I want to help other people okay typical teenager I know but I refused to listen and I wouldn't even communicate with them anymore okay and this is why getting to the bottom of who your child is sensing around them is really really important okay These people are your family too, and they will listen to and be guided by you. So once you know who you need to talk to, then you can take over the situation without cutting off your child's connection with spirit completely. Okay, so if you know that it's your granddad or your uncle or whatever, you know, that's around your child, well, then, you know, you know this person better than your child does. So you can say, OK, you know, once you get your child to bed or they're at school or whatever, take five, ten minutes and sit down and chat to your loved ones in spirit and say, you know, Uncle John, you know, I'm so glad, you know, that you are here and that you are around us and that, you know, that you're keeping an eye on my child. But you're scaring him or her. Okay, they're just not ready for it yet. I'm not asking you to go away. I'm asking you to just be there without showing yourself for now. Okay, give them, you know, however period of time, maybe you want them to go away totally, but be open and frank with them because they'll hear you. Okay, this subject, you know, I could go on and on and on for hours, but you know, you're probably already bored of listening to me. And this particular subject will be a little different for everybody, okay? And it may be a topic that we'll have to revisit a few times. But I do hope that the few pointers that I've given you here will give you an idea of how to approach the subject with your child, okay? Um, I'm sure all of you at some stage have been to the doctor's surgery, okay? You know those posters that you see in the doctor's surgeries and they have a picture of a baby and a picture of a clock on it and it says, you know, don't look at the clock, look at me, I'll tell you when I need something, okay? Well, the same thing goes for spirit connection or communication. Be guided by what your child is comfortable telling you 
and how they want to handle it. Not necessarily how you want to handle it, although you have to take into consideration what's best for them 100%. Okay, but if they don't want to send spirit away and they want spirit to stay around them, then you've got to find a way with, you know, your relatives and spirit to make sure that's doable and that maybe they only do it when you and your child are together. Okay, so this is definitely something you can ask them. But trust your children. Okay, they know their own minds and they know what they can and can't handle. Okay, so please um, let me know either here or on social media if you found this episode helpful. Okay, again, I'm sure that this particular episode is going to throw up a lot more questions. So I may have to do a follow up to it at some stage in the future. So if you're listening to this after the publication date, I will update the notes if it's a case that I've done a part two. Okay, so just before I let you go, please don't forget that if you're enjoying the podcast and want to support it, okay, please visit the link for my Patreon, which is on patreon.com and it's just called Life After Life with Sandy Byrne, okay? The link is in the description box attached here, okay? And, you know, please do join um, the members for our monthly mediumship demonstration on the last Sunday of every month, okay? So for now, I'm going to say goodbye and let you know that I will see you in the next episode of Life After Life. So until then, take care and stay safe, guys. Discussing everything about the afterlife.